Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Flogcast for the second week of the finals. We have Cookie, who knows who's cooked, from St Kilda. Hello all. We have the beautiful Morgan Ashley, who is our femme fatale of the Flogcast. I'm so very brave. We have Paddles. Paddles is back. Brisbane. Hello, Paddles. Paddles is here? Up and about, too. We have Dan. Dan, our favourite North Melbourne supporter, is here. Yes, favourite North Melbourne supporter. (laughs) Uh, and we're Melbourne supporter. <laughs> Always funny, isn't it? Yeah, shut up. We have Penal, our number one Hawthorne supporter in uh, Western Australia. Hi there. So we don't know where Starburns is. He's uh, seemed to disappear. Myself, I've got a promotion. I am the Grand President and Kim Yong. Uh, I didn't teach. fucking agree to this. <laughs> Of East Geelong, so you know it's all good for me. It's taken over so, their minds. Did you yeah. kill him and then you chuck him off the boat, Teach? Exactly. So we're, we're looking for Starburns, but we don't know where he is. So this is why you left early last week, you dodgy cunt. Oh, so if you look for, a, there'll be a photo of Chewbacca on every milk carton. <laughs> you threw him off the boat at East Geelong. Didn't you? So let's go with goo and tears. Ooh. Cookie, what do you got? I have got goo. Four. Goo for the man known as Tex. I mean, 60 metres out or wherever, just on the right foot, just slots it through, takes his team to the second week of finals after all the adversity and struggles. So, well done, Texan. Well What's done, wrong with robots. his right ear? I don't know. Oh, it's I don't out know. there. It, I can't stand it. Every time I see his face, that ear is, has a mind of its own and it just sort of sticks out like a... He, he like, should have kept the mullet. Well, That's, mate, that might have been why he had it to start with. Yeah. Hide up the ear, yeah. I guess. So, Morgs, you or tears? Oh, look, I've got a bit of both. I have some goo for the fact that Adelaide were brilliant, the X's were brilliant, North won, and I have some tears for the doggies. But they're tears of joy. Fuck off, you idiots. Oh, that's not fair. They were genuinely brave. Actually, you know, oh, yeah. Unlike us, who just pretended, they were really brave, but they weren't good enough to win a final, so bad luck. Has anyone been tipping over rocks out in their yard looking for stubborns. I looked under my desk, no. but he's not standing under it. I just assumed he's dead. That's he's, terrible. It's Will really he... hard because he's so little, he could fit into so many small places. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, we're all going to have to dress up next week and go to his funeral. So, Paddles, what about you? Goo or tears? I'd have to say a bit of both, especially considering that Richmond, were, like as funny as it was, were genuinely robbed with that free kick or lack of free kick decision than North oh, on the other end. Give oh, it a break. Umpires cost us the game. <laughs> it was funny because they were genuinely robbed. It's not fair. Right in front of me. Right in front of me. <laughs> okay. Be honest, though, the straight kicking kept them in the game. So. 
All right, Dan? I don't know if it's goo or tears, but I watched over the weekend a very rare episode of the Power Rangers in which this episode <laughs> showing the Power Rangers losing. Like, usually when you watch the Power Rangers, they triumph and they win and they fight as a team. But this one, they lost. They got beaten. Even with the powers of, like, wind and water yeah. and shit? I actually oh. like this episode for a change. <laughs> Because we didn't have the powers of the umpires on our side. Oh, <laughs> so you're admitting that Hawthorne need umpires to win flags? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that West Coast need umpires to win flags. All right, finally, you will tears. My tears are for football basic skills, like how to kick a football to another person on the same field as you, which wasn't executed very well by the Hawks on Friday night. And then on Saturday, we saw two games by the basic skill of goal kicking not being executed properly. And it cost Sydney and it cost the Bulldogs. And no one likes to see games be decided by one team choking in front of goals. So get your fucking basic skills right so we don't have to put up with disappointing shit like Fremantle winning. But then again, like Richmond, that all they could do was kick straight and they still didn't win. Yeah, that's because yeah, they're, they're, they're that bad. Unlucky. No wonder Starbucks has got MIA. All right, I'll go next. I've got tears for Richmond because uh, I just choked it up again in another elimination final. They just put their supporters to the sword every single year. A lot of them were in tears after the game. Was... Well, I mean, wouldn't you be? Oh, just... If I was a Richmond supporter, yeah, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. 30 years of it's... shitness. Some of them were inconsolable. They had the KFC, lines were packed. Well, I mean, the good guys are going to have to change their name to the goo guys because they're going to be so fucking rich because they'll be sold out of micro waves <laughs> maybe that's what Starburns did I mean maybe he packed himself inside a microwave and set it to three minutes no that's not what I did oh he's here oh, oh, he's, yeah. oh, he's alive God. he's alive God, got him. were you back from dumping a load of shit on no, okay, uh, okay. I didn't wish oh. full disclosure look I am a passionate passionate club man so I've been volunteering you know there's been a big thing going on since yesterday afternoon and I'm running the Trent Koch and search party and we haven't found him yet but we're hopeful hopefully he'll turn up it's like the Bay's version of where's Wally but no it was depressing and paddles look that was a terrible 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 decision but only tards blame umpires for losses and there are a lot of tard Richmond supporters. I'm not going to be that guy okay <laughs> you know you play for the whistle and there are a handful of players at that situation who turned to the umpire and basically assumed it was going to happen you play for the whistle and you, you know that was a bad decision but really the fact that it went up the other end was Richmond's fault I have tears though for just all of it yeah you were pretty confident last week. Yeah, I think your words were it, the only way we could lose if, if Richmond sort of stuff it up. And we did. And we did. The fucking skill errors. You didn't have your 800% confidence that might have cost you. And Cochin went fucking missing. Like, the captain didn't stand up. Not, not like any of the leaders stood up. In the wind. Well, that, that's, a, that's another thing. I remember when he copped it really, really bad for the kicking into the wind debacle. Is, is this worse? Because I think he's copped it worse this time around than he I did. mean, we thought Hodge fucking drink driving and blowing .06 or whatever it was. I mean, hey. Cochin played like he was fucking over the limit out there. Cochin did not endanger anyone's lives. Don't you try and put him in Hodges' category. Cochin did endanger people's he probably, lives. He probably How many fucking Richmond supporters have killed themselves because of him? <laughs> when he comes back from Eastern Europe or wherever the fuck he is, you owe him an apology. I've got to say this, though. Richmond lack serious quality in depth. I mean, their recruits have been B-graders, C-graders. They need to get some actual proper midfielders, apart from because they have, what, Martin, Cochin, Delidio, Jack Raywalt, Alex Rance. 
that's their eight graders. Miles was the best player on the ground in the first half. Still, they lack Ruckman. They lack great Ruckman, and they lack it's a, midfielder. It's depth. all in their head, guys. It's mental. We need another Ruckman. The balance in their side is actually uh, pretty good. It's yeah. just they have mental. I'm sure they'll be fine. I'm sure they'll be fine once they add Stevie J and Chris Yaron to their side. No, I don't want Chris Yaron. You, you think Richmond need Chris Yaron? We're talking about what's wrong with Richmond and want to put Chris Yaron in there? No, it sounds like I, I didn't going. say they need him. I'm saying they will get him. And this is this is why this club frustrates me. And they're the only town the club that's actually interested in Yaron too. I know it's. Paddles, can you just get on to Lepich? You need players. Just throw some money at him, please. Just, nah, all you have to do is put it on Twitter and then right. he'll go there. Yeah. No, they're taking Suckling instead. Please, someone take Suckling off us. <laughs> but let's... Sorry to burst your bubble, Teach, but I am back in charge now. That was short-lived. The leadership spill has happened. We're all putting out our onions for you. Teach is Tony Abbott. Yeah. Abbott is, um, Teach, if it's any consolation, you lasted longer as host than Richmond does in finals. Teach, uh, I do not want to see you in a... Budget yeah. Yeah. No. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, you know. You know <laughs> you win but we'll begin with yeah we'll stay on the Richmond North game and look they're just really frustrating Patent Patent get around him uh, okay Hardwick <laughs> shits me with this because he played Bachelor on him even though it looked he obvious did. in the first quarter he wasn't the guy to play on him it was just mm. Richmond is stubborn they always put rants on Petrie but he beat him aside from two minutes mm. where he kicked two goals like he smashed him but it wasn't that it was Brown on Chaplin and it was wait on Bachelor that killed us Hardwick does some stupid things I mean, he dropped Ben Lennon, who was playing pretty good football in the lead-up, as well as Sam Lloyd. Uh, Lloyd had to go for Conker. Conker was actually a decent yeah. choice in the end when he came on. But but still, dropping Lennon for Griffiths was a really odd choice. I mean, Lennon, he was a high-skilled junior. He could have won that game. Maybe. I don't know. Like, that's one of the things. I don't know whether he made that right or wrong. I couldn't tell beforehand, and even afterwards, I'm still not sure, because Griffiths wasn't great, but he wasn't terrible either. You didn't have enough defensive pressure to win the game. No, well, we let them score 100 points. That was really fun. Fucking happens. Yeah, I know. He's, he's just stopped running. It, oh, it's terrible to watch. Turn that vibrator off. Yeah, turn the vibrator. <laughs> I can't. I'm so excited. Vibrator. We're not at the dogs game yet. Fucking calm your farm. Did you tear up? No. I did. I tear up. Yes. Yeah. Over reshore. As we all know, I'm like the most unemotional person ever. Like I'm fucking robot. So no, I did not leak any oil. Penal leaks all the time. Yeah. But that's different. No, I didn't cry. I was just shell shocked, really, that it happened again. You, you, really like shocked? you couldn't possibly have been shocked to be sitting yeah. there. I was genuinely shocked to be sitting there. I just couldn't believe it. Like, I never thought we were going to lose until... It's like your whole world turned black and white, had black and white scale. But after all these over. years, how are you still surprised after all these There's years? There's a precedent with Richmond. And then they sort Richmond of just... find new ways to surprise them. It, we all saw it coming. Yeah, I saw it coming in the week leading up, but actually watching the game, like, despite all the mistakes and the fact we were in the game, I figured we'd make it click before they did, but no. But where was the basis of your confidence? Because it surely... It wasn't based on round 23. No, it was just based on the fact that I still, and I still believe we're a better side than North, but it's just we are mentally weak, and that's a problem, and I don't know how to fix that. Maybe Hardwick's a problem. Oh, I said sack Hardwick seven or eight weeks ago, so yeah, I'm still on that wagon. That's true. You're steadfast on the Hardwick, sacking yes. even during your purple patch. Yes. He's not going to take Richmond any further. He needs to be sacked. No, he's not. 
Right. He's an average ghost. Yeah, I don't well, know. I, I enjoyed the game. I sat outside afterwards for an hour watching people walk past and just watching their sadness. It was quite fun. Yeah, for someone who cancels flights, I can see you enjoying that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I just cancelled a flight right then too. Mm. Sorry if you're stuck in was Singapore that, Was that the right vibrator? Now. Yeah. Sing- <laughs> if you're currently in Singapore, I apologise. Oh, sorry, old DJ. But anything <laughs> else on that game? Look, there's plenty to be said. North three agents, we laughed at them, but they did what <laughs> they were paid yeah. with the finals, so... If they hadn't picked up weight and Higgins, they wouldn't have won that game. They would not have won that game without those two, no. No. Nope, and without Higgins, they probably wouldn't have played finals. No, not a chance. And we spoke off. about Cochin already, but Ben Jacobs deserves some credit for the job he did on him, and I noticed the Enjoy Your New Spud North thread has been getting a workout this week. <laughs> I think that Jacobs has got a lot of credit, but I think that Gibson should get some too for the effort he did on Alice. He was great. No, the Puffers are fighting wars on two fronts this week with Crows on one hand and Ben Jacobs on the other. It's not been a good week for them. <laughs> Well, at least they've, yeah, they're somewhat relevant because otherwise no one would remember that Port existed being the new little franchise they are. Yeah, let's move on to... Okay, Morgs, you can get it out now. The Brave Doggies, and they were genuinely brave. Before you do that, no, can you please stop. throw the vibrator away? I can't, it's not working. It clearly is working, we can hear it. Well, I mean, if it's not working, throw us fucking out. No, my fucking headset's not working, you dickhead. Oh, well, okay, let's just talk about this oh, game anyway. The dogs, they were so brave, and it took Tex Walker and Eddie Betts. Yeah, it wasn't Eagles. Like. Walker's the best captain in the league. Best yeah, captain. after what he's done this year and how he's managed to galvanise the team, I think he would be a very, very good choice for AA captain. And then you've got Eddie Betts, who was the best full pocket player uh, of the year. That was a Rioli-esque game from Eddie Betts. This was the week of the X's, wasn't it? Eddie and Waite played career best matches this week. Did you oh, say yeah, Rioli-esque? No, no. It's not quite Wingard-esque, but it was pretty good. I'm pretty sure Betts touched it more than 10 times. <laughs> Not sure about that, actually, though. He was, he was oh, a bit no. less is more. Please, uh, please don't back me. <laughs> <laughs> does not look up the stats. He's probably only had eight kicks. Oh, God. Let me have a look. He's had 12 touches and kicked five oh, goals from them. So it's, a, that's an, no, it's an average but, Cyril but disposal it's game. Al- game. It's almost as good as the uh, Cyril game from a couple of weeks ago, 12 touches and six goals. So it was almost really yeah, But Eddie Betts will back it up next Eddie week. did it in a final. Cyril's, yeah. as we found out on the weekend, Cyril's best finals effort is two goals. That Ooh, got a lot of wow. mentions on Friday. Friday night. Did anyone else notice that? Bruce wasn't his usual gooey self. He actually said things that Rioli looked Where nice. Where is Cyril on the big stage? Oh, he had a good game on Friday. Cyril peaked in 2008's grand final. Oh, as a that's final a very game. interesting stat. Very interesting in that stat. final against the Crows, he single-handedly dragged he us over the, the what? line. He got the last game. goal. That's like saying Charlie Cameron single-handedly dragged he, the Crows over the line. He got fucking 29 disposals. That's like a career high in that game. That's what you're saying. That's like 60 disposals. He had his fucking career high disposals in that game and yes like Dan says it's worth 60 disposals from any other player let's, enough on, enough on he, fucking Rioli enough on, enough on Rioli let's talk about the Crows and the Dogs and the Dogs if they had a kick straight as was mentioned probably would have won and once again I thought the Dogs were still going to win all the way through until McRae and Cramery fucked up running Dangerfield he was good in the second half oh, that last handball where he missed his, his targets and Tex got it took it to the other end that was what about the Bontem, missed three shots at goal like someone shut down his throat. Yeah, you got to be a stage fright too. Jack Billings wouldn't have oh, done see, that. Oh, this is this is what happens. You mean when Essendon player Jack Billings? No, still St Kilda player. Yeah, no, no. Dodoro says, and yeah, well, Dodoro is a fucking <laughs> dickhead. I'll laugh if you <laughs> trade him. Like it would be a really dumb trade, but I would laugh if you made it. This was always going to happen. I'd hate to say I 
told you so, but I fucking told you so. Experience gets the jobs done in finals. You know, you only have to look at Dangerfield, Jacobs, Sloan, oh, Thompson, another, another ex- Walker, Betts, Douglas. After the initial burst, the Crows were pretty good after the Dogs put out that initial burst of four of the first five goals. But that was the best finals game in quite some time, I think. That was the best yeah. game of the, of, the, of the weekend. It was yeah, probably quite the best game of the season. It was The it was elimination good. finals, like, in my opinion, elimination finals on the whole tend to be a lot better games than the qualifiers. They didn't used to be, though. It's changed. Yeah, the last few years. It's... It has been the case for the last couple of years, though, yeah. definitely. There was a time there when 8th got cleaned out by, like, 80 points most week, when North lost to West Coast was the last one. Then before that, there was a couple of Essendon losses. Yeah, def- definitely the last three years. Mm. And funnily enough, but there's still the Richmond have been game Richmond. Well, these two went at each other like you wouldn't believe. And that was a great thing. It was a good thing to watch. Yeah, made up for the shit fest that was the afternoon game. Anything else on Dogs Crows? No, other than the fact that it no. was uh, yeah, just a great game to watch. Yes, here, here. Teacher love this. The way Dangerfield played reminded me of Gary Ablett in 2010. He was playing like a guy who knew that that could be his last game at that Derek point. in his left. If he was saying he would have signed a contract. Really? Right you think Dangerfield has left? <laughs> I think he'd left in about July. No. Listen, I've got an upstairs bedroom that's ready for danger, but they just need to get knocked out of the finals before he can announce it. But he's coming. He's coming. So he'll to your actually heads. be coming to Hawthorne and my house <laughs> once we knock him out of the finals on uh, Friday. So it all works out perfectly. Your fucking house? You live in fucking Perth, you dickhead. <laughs> it's probably quicker to get to fucking Melbourne from my house than it is from your fucking boat. <laughs> Not enough can be said about Tex Walker, though. That goal from 60. Oh, that was beautiful. All the pass to um, Charlie Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, that was pretty good. But just the way he went back from 60 and kicked it. Like, I'm, we haven't seen that since probably Fev was... He's got big, big balls. <laughs> yes, but since we're talking about Penal living in Perth and everything, and, well, Penal, we saw you at the game. Oh, with a heroic Hodgie banner. Yeah, and your golden hat. Not actually me, sorry to disappoint. I know Teach was getting excited there for a second, but... Who are you, fucking Willy Wonka? <laughs> <laughs> Willy Wanker. Oh, there's no will here about it. It's a done deal. <laughs> what do we got on that game like? West Coast were really good. Hawthorne worked, and, yeah, they smashed us. I'd tell you who was crap for Hawthorne. Sure. Liam Shields. Oh. Yes. He, he, oh, he's he still had his usual assortment of 10 well, tackles, I think, but he had low disposal efficiency, but he was not alone in that regard, though. He gave away free kicks and 50 metres. Yeah, mo- and... Most of them were wrong decisions, though. Oh, 50 metres wasn't. You just kicked him in the crotch when you said Liam Shields because he loves him like he's a little child. We just smashed one of his jars. The jar says Liam on it. It's all right, he's looking. <laughs> Jack attack style. I think there were probably 12 players, if not more, who I singled out for having a shit game before Liam Shields. Frawley? I don't, I don't think the Frawley hate. He was good in defence. Useless. No. Useless up forward, but so oh, was every was fucking, fucking forward. Hopeless. Yeah. You will never de-Melbourne that guy. Can we talk about how fucking good West Coast are and how they're premiership favourites instead? Because they actually are officially premiership favourites now. They beat you without Pritis, the dual Brownlow medalist. Oh, no soul glide. No, it's very 
very, very concerning for us because when we play them again in a couple of weeks in the grand final, they're going to have Prudis back, and so they're going to be even harder to beat. To be honest, I'm still reckon Hawthorne are going to be the team that wins it. A lot of similarities between the current Hawthorne team and the Lions of 2003, plus it's at the MCG as well. Yeah, but that doesn't advantage them because they're from Tassie. Oh, that is true. Actually, it's good that we've got paddles on for this week after Hawthorne lost the final to West Coast, and they were lethargic, and they didn't look good, and it's good we've got paddles on because paddles, how much of this do you read into a lack of pride in the jumper? That Power Rangers jumper is awful. It is horrendous. <laughs> would you put the fault of the loss at the Power Rangers jumper? I would. I don't know, because the West Coast players have to look at it too. Oh, but they don't have to wear it, you know, unless you're, you're talking about the comedy value. I can see that, yeah. So West Coast but... won without looking at the ground all game? That's impressive. No, they looked at the jumper and it made them fucking Happy. horny. It blinded and their it made eyes them with better. <laughs> made them horny. Power Rangers jumper is a piece of shit. <laughs> it's true. No, it should be allowed to wear their traditional jumper. No, Hawthorne should just design a class jumper that's not shit house. But the funniest thing about it is that it has sold so well because of people like fucking Penal and the other 48% of <laughs> buying. So now they can't get rid of it because they've, made, they've made so much fucking my money. Club is so bad in terms of... Seriously, the, what the fuck is wrong with yeah, the club? Yeah, it's a corporate whore in terms of selling games to Tassie and creating a new Clash Guernsey every year for money and you know we make a lot of money out of it but uh, you know we've still got our soul intact and our heritage and our pride it's not like we're fucking Brisbane that has no soul because Fitzroy folded you are a franchise like Port Adelaide don't lump us in the same bucket as Port for starters we were established more than 20 years ago not the half your fan base you weren't yeah no no once you once you move to Tassie I think it starts from zero so you know they're older than you when you do get a new jumper though can you just go with brown and gold because including silver and navy and every other fucking mm. colour that you keep putting into your attire but they're not your colours all the colours of the rainbow I'm Let sorry me... that you pits shit and piss it's not our fault no the, the rule is we have to have a, like a white thing on there and um, well that's I, white I don't blame us for I don't blame us really? for trying to innovate and put a bit Does of that uh, symbolise in there paper something that, that way we are uh, sparkly the and thing fabulous is, um, <laughs> the thing is you can have a white class jumper that isn't completely shit I mean look at Rio's one like our one this season as well. Oh, shut up, Power Rangers. Look, this ain't the Mardi Gras, bro. We've talked a lot about the jumper. Do we have anything else on no, like, like the actual it. game? Because, you know, Nick Nat Nui wasn't dominant either. You managed to curb him reasonably well. Kennedy played well. Hearn was good. Yeah, Kennedy did play well, yeah. The week of the X's. Cometh the finals. Cometh the X's. Nope. It's a shame Carlton can't get there. Oh, and Paddles. Enjoy Matt Suckling next year. I'm sure I will enjoy watching his turnovers now that he is not playing for my team anymore. I yeah. Brisbane aren't going to take him because it might fuck their compensation. No, we're going to trade a pick like 80 because that's what he's worth. <laughs> I'll tell you who looked a bit shit. Mitchell looked a bit shit that game. How crap was Hodge? He didn't play. Oh, yeah. he got Mitchell and too. Hodge were okay. Lewis and Ruffhead were fucking shitful. Ruffhead's been awful for a while now. Ruffhead is genuinely concerning. Like, if you had a choice next year, who would you rather have at your club, Ruffhead or Stevie J? I think Stevie J's the better choice oh, currently. I don't know about that. That's where Ruffhead's at. Mm. At least every second week, Stevie J. Another big name balls. that was quiet was Luke Bruce. He didn't do anything yeah. at night. Mm. Cyril Rioli had like nine disposals in the first quarter and yet no impact. What, what's he, going on there? He was nine disposals should be in the first half. Like... And then where'd he go? Sorry, 
we did nothing in the did second he, did, quarter, he go, so. did he go hiding with Trent Cotchen? Uh, so, so Cyril is like get the, Trent Rock I don't, light? I don't get the fucking Cyril hate because, like, he has an alright game and everyone oh, no, picks we, on we, us. No, we're going through all your crap players. We came to him like eight. Yeah, you still is got, like, Bertrand, Stratton, Gunston, although he got injured late. Gunston got in, injury troll. Oh, I'm, I'm, in- uh, I'm not a Cyril hater. Yes, like you are. Cyril. He likes Cocoa Pops. <laughs> we, we played Smith injured, which was obviously a mistake because he had yeah. no impact. But West Coast were good. They get better. And good luck to them going forward because they look capable. And finally, we'll come to the game, which, well, bad kicking's bad football and no game was it more evident. Than we don't that. have to discuss this game. Look, Frio, Frio did a Frio thing, didn't they? Where they okay, jumped out to an early lead already. Move on. and they yeah. hung on to it. Yeah. Yep. No, no, there's more the from this you game. Said Good those book. two teams' names is, is enough. The, I think the only thing that was, the only thing that was interesting about Fremantle this game was that they scored sixty nine points. <laughs> there I said it. Good food. Sydney are done. I mean, Buddy's gone. Season. Reed's gone. Season. Their midfield's been decimated. They're done. They're losing next week. Cookie knows who's cooked. They will go out. They're not good enough. Oh, so that means that North are going to make a prelim, and that makes me a Flogstradamus. When did you say that? Three weeks ago, and you all said no, and I said yes, they will make a prelim. That was my prediction. North will make a grand final, I reckon. Okay, T. Cookie knows who's cooked. Dan, do you genuinely think he won't make the prelim? Uh, yeah, no. I think they will. You don't think you don't think you'll beat the Swans? No. Oh come on, you'll beat the Swans. They're a better you side. Got beat, you got beat. No, 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 no. Currently, they are not. Look at their list. Look. I at know who. they've got injured they players, were... but they're, they're still a bloody good side. They were playing fucking. Look at the oh, names. Who was of, it? Look at the names of the Swan players who were who were playing on. Saturday. Yes, Gary Rowan, shit. Brandon Jack, shit. Zach Jones, Brandon shit. Jones. Yeah, and you've still got names like Kennedy, McVeigh, Hanbury, Mitchell. Yeah, but you've got Sean Higgins. Sean Higgins, McVay's that's one average. You have Jared White. Jared McVeigh yeah, is yeah. the most overrated player of all time. Like he's gone past Bartell in that scale. Oh. What does no? What does McVeigh do? Dan, he gets half back, kicks the ball, and fuck off. You are gonna win. Literally, like their forward lines carried on Tippett. Why do I get the sense you guys are all reverse trialing tipping? <laughs> no. No, we're genuinely not reverse This doesn't feel genuine at all. This is one big boat. No, you know, you know that I love North. Dang. And it's like, I'll come happen. on here next week and we'll go. Oh, ha ha! I really thought that Sydney were going to win. We we're just saying. No, nah, I'm not trolling. I've been on this bandwagon no, for no, weeks no. now. We'll lull if you lose this because it's a pretty bad loss. You should start as favourite. It's kind of like the North supporters going on the Richmond board and voting in the MVP for for Cotton for that for the. For the yeah, we're not North trolling. Channel. Yeah, we're not. We're yeah, not actually not trolling. Okay, so like, genuinely believe, even though that Sydney are a dollar fifty-five for this game, are gonna are gonna win. I said three weeks ago when you guys, or two weeks ago when before you guys tanked against us, and it looked like the eight was set that Sydney were going to get knocked out by the winner of Richmond. North. And yeah, we've we've all been calling Sydney straight sets. We've been on while. that for a yeah. while. We've been on Sydney straight and sets for a long time. Once Parker went down injured, Jack went down injured, Franklin went down in, injunctioned. Uh, we all said, you know, there's no way they're going to fire a shot in finals. So it's not a North thing. It's just a no. Sydney thing. If this were Richmond, we'd all be tipping Richmond. No, you changes. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Changes are going to win. No, right. you'll roll them. But anyway, fucking Dean Towers. How the fuck does that... Who, how does that guy get a game? Well, he actually had a breakout game. That was his probably best game for the club. 
only watched half of it because I was, you know, on the train to a better game. Um, Josh Josh Kennedy had a really good uh, game, forty odd touches. One of the great finals performances wasn't enough to drag his team over the line. I noticed Reece Shaw played really well. Probably brought a tear to your eye there, Starbucks. <laughs> I mean, apparently oh, Jose apparently emailed uh, Bender a statement. Ah, uh, fuck off, Jose. But here's what it says: I've actually received some of it. It's Freo is shit, my team is shit, and I'm an unfunny cunt. So fuck myself <laughs> off. Isn't Jose one of your untouchables, Stage? No, no, fuck you. <laughs> he was last week. You mean like Waverly? Oh, Waverly? Fuck! <laughs> I... You just have to say the name. <laughs> I would kick that cunt in the head any second of the day. But yeah, let's move on because, yeah, I don't know what else there is to say about that. Look, the Swans are crap and will go out in straight sets and Frio only just fell in against them due to bad kicking and, you know, Ross Lyon yeah. doing what he does in choking teams down. And, you know, the winner of Hawthorne, Adelaide, has a real nice trip to Perth. If by some miracle we manage to lose that game to the Crows, the Crows will still beat Fremantle. And obviously we'll beat Fremantle because they're our bunnies. Let's go to the talking points and we'll stay on the Colas. And well, Penal mentioned it before, Buddy's out in junction, mental health issues. So first it was not playing four days out. Then it was not playing next week. Then it was the season, all in the space of a week. He must have bought a really bad batch of cocaine. Now, didn't we establish that Buddy gets the he gets the pure stuff, doesn't he? And then it's other players that get the cheap stuff. That's right. Lockie Keith and Josh Thomas dislike this. Well, evidently not. Hang on. We can't really say much about this because... If it's a uh, a mental health issue, yes, we can strategy. Regardless of what it is, we can't say anything. Do you believe that though? Seriously, do you believe that? No, I don't. But if you got three strikes, they'd treat it as a mental health issue either way. Swans are being pretty clever here, mm. assuming he has been caught on three strikes. The only and it seems thing very I suspect. Don't get, which maybe would lead to me thinking that it's not suspect, is he already got the back issue. He's missed games and played shit in games that he's played in because he's got a bad back. He can hardly move. So if he was three strikes and out, then surely they would put it under the guise of a back injury rather than create something new and stir up this media speculation. True. But, yeah, I mean... I just just don't think we need to say anything about it. That's all. If he is suffering, I hope he gets well soon. If he is three strikes banned, then, you know... Fuck off. Eat a dick, Sydney. If it's genuine, we hope you get well soon, but we're just saying there could be something. It just it just seems really sus how they can... Yeah. Everything's so known in advance seems so sus. Well, at least he didn't crash a Jeep. Maybe that's what happened with Trent. Maybe he crashed his Jeep and that's why he didn't turn up on Sunday. No, we scoured the wrecks. Didn't find him. Could he have got lost on one of the trains? He could have borrowed Jack's Mikey. Teach, he's not on your boat, is he, Teach? I've got it. He self-combusted at Punt Road. Spontaneously combusted. He caused the towel fire. He covered himself in towels and then set himself alight. Let's move on then and we'll go to the best and fairest. And once again, week of the X's continued on Saturday night when, well, Brisbane paddles, you couldn't decide 
to give it to just one guy, so you gave it to four of them, including Mitch Robinson, who is now a best and fairest winner. So they don't have a count-back system? They no, can't they count. Well, they don't in the brown though. <laughs> Mitch can't count. <laughs> Dan, okay, I know this isn't your club, but if Matt Prittis can't be a Brownlow medalist, in your opinion, can Mitch Robinson be a best and fairest winner? Uh, so come on, paddles. I reckon that Brisbane he can. Based on on, based on, on <laughs> Yeah, anyone who's watched it this year like, would know that Mitch Robinson, as sad as it sounds, actually would have been out deserving. Well, it probably goes I'm to just... show how, how well Brisbane are going if Mitch Robinson wins your best and fairest award. It shows how well Dane Beams is going, too. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fall I'm just going to say Where was Tom Rockcliffe In the top 10 Not in the top 10 Hang on Not... Shut up Let uh, Paddles talk <laughs> Let Matt Rock talk Who interrupts Every fucking time You're not untouchable Morgs Get over it I'm just going to say Last me. week I said Give Rubbish Bin The best and fairest From his club And they listened to me He's, He's your boy Cookie From the dumpster The dumpster The dumpster's my boy He is Mitch Landfill now <laughs> He's not a dingley <laughs> <laughs> Honestly though yeah, Robinson, Robinson is our um, Deserving best and fairest winner Just on some of your winners the other, what about the other three? To be honest, I thought Dane Zorko's had a dis- bit of a disappointing season. Like, he hasn't been as good as he was previous years. He's Dane not your worst, Dane. Dane Beams took him a few rounds. He's been good in the games he played, but I didn't think he was going to... Like, everyone thought he was going to win it for sure, but I didn't think he was going to win it. And then Stephen Martin, he's been good. You obviously don't value defensive pressure if you're going to give it to Dane Beams. Just saying. Shut up, Brooks. Fuck off, Tate. I think we need to come back to Tom Rockcliffe Shut up, in the bitch. top ten, though, because, you know, Gary Ablett, whilst we're on best and fairest, finished nine in the Suns BNF in five and a half games and they had an injury list about as long as Brisbane's so what's Rockcliffe's excuse in I think believe he played 16 games why can't he make the top 10 it's his same poor captaincy at the club yeah. it's affected his votes I mean it's the same games as Dane Beams except Beams just high quality quality over know. quantity he just took the excuse I was going to use that him being injured most of the season but he played as many games as Beams who won it Beams has been yeah, yeah. obviously Rockcliffe suffers from the same more. thing as Cochin how is it that the yeah. guy that gets four uh, touches a game is not being seen by paddles. Because he's a crab and all his possessions go fucking sideways or backwards like Pendlebury this year. Fuck <laughs> off, Penal. Anything else on the Brian's BNF? There's another school of thought that Stefan Martin won it outright, but the club officials wanted to share it with some of the other players because they think he might be leaving. Like, it, it's a bad look. To... A risk a tally situation. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Even Christensen got close, though. He, he was two votes off making a five-way tie, you know. Just give it. Hand it best and fairest <laughs> out. I thought he was shit this year. That just shows how mm. bad the fucking quality of the list is at Brisbane. Sorry, Paddles, but... You know. Sorry, your best sorry Paddles. But, sorry, Paddles, but you should sorry, fold paddles. again. Sorry, Paddles. We are only four BNFs into the cycle of all the club BNFs, and already the Xs have as many as Carlton are probably going to get, um, unless Carlton have a tie, but still, that's just the one. So if Kennedy wins, or, uh, or unbelievably, if Grigg wins... <laughs> oh, what? It'd need to be a seven-way tie for that, wouldn't it? (laughs) But in either of those circumstances, yeah, Carlton once again get bested by the X's. So, what on rubbish bin? Eddie could win Adelaide's. Nah. Oh, would they give it to Danger? All pockets don't win Club BNF awards. But whilst we're on the BNF, Smorgs. My boy. Bernie wins BNF. Did Bernie Finch win the Melbourne one? Yeah. Yeah. Don't they just usually give it to Nathan Jones every year? (laughs) Well, that's what they do, don't they? Yeah, as in, we're sorry that you play here. Mm -hmm. Now it's to Bernie. Thank you for coming to play here. Yeah. So Um, they've got um, more than one good player, Melbourne. I I hate to steal Jack's lines, but did Bernie Vince winning the BNF make you moist? It did. What made me even more moist was the fact that Northern Lights went to a sportsman's night on Saturday night and Bernie Vince was there, so I got a sneaky picture of him. Mm -hmm. Oh. Way to go, Toy Boy. Thanks, Toy Boy. 
He's delivering the I goods. Mean, I like it. Mean, I mean, See, what that, happens That's dedication. You... He even sends me pictures of good-looking men. So you what would rather look at pictures of good-looking men than look at Northern Lights? Yeah, what happens that? to your voice now? You, you now go after Bernie. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you, you've, you've dubbed Dan. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. <laughs> I, mean, not, I mean, how is Northern Lights supposed to compete with Bernie Vince? Oh, well, he how doesn't. could you, really? Well, it's the youth argument, clearly. <laughs> Oh, please, I'm not having the youth argument again. <laughs> no, no, but youth is good. Bernie is winding down. He's, he's Bernie's too old for morgs. That's correct. Like, he's just a nice piece to look at, like how some women admire, like, George Clooney and Brad Pitt now. They're older, they're more mature, they're nice to look at, but you're not going after that. I, 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 I'd still younger. do George Clooney, even as I'm <laughs> like, I don't know about Brad Pitt, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'd take George over at Brad. Peel has a soft spot for the George Clooney bat suit with the nipples on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so very Power Ranger games, isn't it? Yeah that, yeah, that was what his idea was for the next next class jumper. With he would balls. love to be Robin in that scenario. Let's move on from BNFs. Like there were a few others. Like he sure won the Giants one. That's no surprise. Tom Lynch at the Suns in the Last Man Standing competition. Again, no real surprise there. Just commiserations to Jasney. College Jasney finished second. I believe the better cause I can't even pronounce his name. Shit. Kardashian. Kardashian. Yes, there we go. Which one? Is it ours or the, the Gold Coast one? The good one. We got the good one. <laughs> <laughs> so is that if he doesn't finish top two in your best and fairest, you technically don't, and he won't because you have concerning you. To be fair, the Geelong one's not bad, but the one on the Gold Coast is better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the compliment. It's, a, it's like the Scott brothers. The the Geelong one's not bad, but the one at North is better. <laughs> That's Dan. We can look at Dan, actually, now that we did have the coach off, and um, how are you feeling about Cousin Brad currently? In terms of what? I don't know. Like, we mentioned the sacking thing, and North supporters seem to have an interesting relationship with Brad. It's a bit different to our one. We haven't turned on our coach just yet. Um, you guys kind of semi-have. Um, like, it's almost as though North supporters are waiting for a disappointing loss to move him on. Some of them are like, you're right, some of them are. I'm very indifferent. I don't think Brad's the problem or the solution. The clubs needs to just keep investing in, in, in talent via, you know, not necessarily I knew you were going to go down right, right. <laughs> uh, by, by a free agency or trade and just keep So keep bringing the old blokes in. Yeah, Stevie J, come well, on. If they, if they keep finding Higgins Jed as Adcock, come, come on down. Do you want Matthew Suckling? Someone please take him. <laughs> I heard Clinton Young was available. Yeah, anyone with a walking stick, just come on down. No, I'm, I'm on the fence with Brad. And on that note, what Morg said about Clinton Young, we'll go to the delistings. And, yeah, so Clinton Young got delisted, along with a you know a bunch of other players being delisted. We got rid of six today. Adios, boys. Thanks for nothing. Tony Armstrong. Michael Mantis. Michael Mantis. Look, I'll, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to miss pictures of you shirtless, but that's about it because I don't know how you play football. Ooh, Mantis. Oh, yeah. Mm. But you got Mantis. Moist Mantis. I've got man tits, but... <laughs> I don't think they're the same. And that's as far as you need to go. <laughs> And did anyone else get listed? Mark Robinson based on Paul Ruse regarding um, Jack Watts' um, future regarding delistings and whatnot. And, oh, yeah, what did he say? Uh, well, Paul Ruse basically said we, we need to get better. So he didn't confirm or deny, but I think he left a little hint saying that, you know, he, he might be on the on the way out. Mm, they should have taken that second-round pick from North a few years ago. That was true. They should have grabbed at it. It's like, uh, well, yeah, Geelong a couple of years ago declined our offer of pick 33 for Tom 
Tom Gillies, who was a massive spud, and but that was when we had no key defenders, and Geelong fucking declined our offer. Geelong turned down the offer for Stevie J, pick five. Yeah, because they were too fucking stubborn. All right, let's move on. Well, the priority pick's got a bit of a mention. Like, Carlton were looking at pick one and two because they can't be fucked chasing Cruiser, which is, you know, that's an issue in itself. And then, so the AFL have kind of hit back at that by rumouring to give a priority pick to Brisbane. The, the AFL telling Carlton to go and get fucked, and now Carlton asking for a priority pick. Carlton should be banned from trying to ruin some kid's career. You think they'll get one? No. Well, I think that we should apply because we haven't played finals in two years, so our application will be in tomorrow morning. Everybody oh, sure. apply for a priority pick. I mean, why not? I mean, I think it's mm. bullshit that Carlton are applying for one. I mean, they won 11 games two seasons, go seven last year and, what, three this year? And the hole they're in is entirely their own fault. Yeah. We've won less games than Carlton that we didn't ask for a priority pick. We just said, right, we're getting out of this mess ourselves. You had two years These in a row you've won clubs. less games than Melbourne. And you didn't they last put their for hand out for priority picks. Should just try a bit of accountability for a change and try and get out of your own mess rather than trying to. Yeah, it, it, instead of relying on the AFL. Yeah. I'd like to say the same about the poor clubs who make us support them. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I'm sorry, we had to get out of our own mess in the 90s. I mean, we've been Shut using. Up. Okay, well, you can do Hawthorne and Essendon can all play each other throughout the whole year in a three-team competition. No, Essendon can go and get. No, fucked. no, no, but that's not how Hawthorne make their money. They make their money whoring themselves out to Tasmania and selling gimmick Guernseys. No one deserves a uh, priority pick. Okay, well, we do have paddles here. Do the Bryans deserve one? No. Honestly, to be honest, though, I really don't give a shit if Carlton gets a priority pick or something. That was, what that if they get pick question. one and two, Does though? Brisbane deserve he, a priority pick? No, we don't. No, we don't. Okay. Here's what Good should work, happen. Picks what I'd rather what? do is build winning culture, as we did against the Bulldogs, like, actually go out and win games. And, like, honestly, draft pick to draft pick. Carlton will spot up there. Yeah, just don't place, draft though. someone who wants to go home. Yeah. Here's what should happen, right? Your fucking first 18 picks in a draft, so picks 1 to 18, should be off limits. And that means yep. that means the team that wins the premiership gets pick 18. They can't move down. And then if one club is really, really bad or one club has a free agent leave, something like that, then they should get the picks that come in after that rather than... 19, 20, 21. Yeah, rather than potentially have one club with 1, 2, 3 because they're shit, so they get pick 1. They're really shit, so they get a priority. And then one of their players leaves, so they get... A free agent compo. And then in the situation of other players leaving, we can actually rank them in order instead of where you finished on the ladder. So, say, for example, in a year where, say, Dangerfield yeah. leaves and Cruiser leaves, the Crows get the better pick than Carlton because Dangerfield is the significantly or, better player. Or even just based on the, the contract value, which would be tied to the value of the player. It would be the formula that who satisfies the formula best, I guess. And then and you work it backwards on the player lost, not so much the ladder position of the team that gains yeah. it. Well, dead right. It's a very simple formula, and that's it. I did enjoy Mark Evans coming out during the week and saying that he didn't know what the formula was and he hadn't seen it. This is a guy that's meant to be the GM of football for the AFL. The formula doesn't exist. Because the formula doesn't exist. They just yeah. pick fucking random shit. This is why they're in a Cruiser problem, because they tried to get Melbourne a priority pick without giving him one for Frawley, and all of a sudden everyone looks at Cruiser's potential contract, which is obscene, considering rumour was he failed a fitness test at, was it St Kilda? Dogs. Not dead. Collingwood and dogs. If he's on that much money failing fitness tests, something he can't be getting enough to get ban one, surely. But yeah, nothing else on that. The two shit teams this year, they caused their own fuck ups. They overrated their list. They traded young 
players away. They dug themselves into the grave. They picked all players that played in the same position. Yeah, and now they can each get one key position player to make a messiah. That, that's fair. One gets pick one, one gets pick two. Don't mess with the first round. That's fair. Yep, exactly. And the All-Australian squad was announced. Where's Aaron Sanderlands? Where is he? <laughs> Are you being facetious? Yes, I am being facetious. <laughs> Where's Shane Mumford? Oh, yeah. That, that was really good by you early in the year when he was really in... He got force. injured. He was in the... He was... Oh, of course he was. been injured for a yes. while. I know. Yeah, I know. It's just I like bringing it up because it, it jabs Dan just a little bit. Goldstein is um, miles thing. ahead at that time, and you know it, <sighs> and he's kicked on. But, no, the Sandlin's butthurt has been pretty funny. Like, they only named two Ruckman. They just said, yeah, there's only two of them, so... All year I've heard from West Coast types that are the barrack for Brio is that Aaron Sandland is the best and the greatest Ruckman, and he hasn't been beaten, and he's beaten Goldie twice this year, and the fact that he isn't in the All's train squad is a disgrace, and I'm outraged. You know, one of the great things about watching Goldstein, it's made me realise how overrated Aaron Sandland is as a Ruckman. He's tall. That's his only special attribute, and the fact that he's tall, it allows him to get to the tap-outs first. He does nothing else. He doesn't mark the ball for a man of his size. He should. He should be the most dominant player in the competition. He isn't. He doesn't tackle. He doesn't mark. He doesn't kick goals. He doesn't add pressure. He doesn't do the things that are acquired from the modern-day Ruckman. He's overrated. So you're saying he's no Nick Nat Nui either? Yes. Like, Nick Nat Nui doesn't take marks, but still he's doing more? He's well, no Sandal- What Dan is saying is Sandalance is a slightly taller Ben McAvoy. Because <laughs> a lot of those criticisms, you know, you'd level at McAvoy, and Sandalance is just taller, so he gets more hit outs. So McAvoy can take marks. I must admit, I did find that a bit odd how... I mean, did you just fart? Garrick Ibbotson? Yeah, okay. Those were the two that baffled me. Garrick Ibbotson and Surioli. What the fuck were those two doing in there? And Pendlebury, sorry, three. Pendlebury. Pendlebury did not. Shields should have been in over Pendlebury. Cyril did not earn his spot. Cyril was the only player who would be described as a forward type, either high half forward, forward pocket, key forward, who averaged less than two goals a game and less than 16 disposal game. Every other player satisfied one of those criteria or both in the case of Chad Wingard, for example. Because you can't judge Cyril on his stats. How often do I have to tell you? Stats are fucking pathetic and you can judge him on stats. You can make a judgment when Rioli goes missing in games. Stats are... Is this a sympathy inclusion because he's been able to play a full season? Yeah, probably. Yeah, Cyril is the most overrated player. Because there are probably other small forwards. We're the most even balanced team in the competition. We had kicked the most points out of anyone in the year, yet our top scorer only had 50 odd goals. And, you know. Wingard, Bruce. Eddie Betts. Wingard, Betts, Stringer, Stringer, Higgins all all had better years. I I did think Stringer was unlucky. I really think Stringer should have gotten in ahead of Wingard. That was a massive oversight. Stringer's in there. Okay. I thought he was unlucky to miss out. The The dogs had five players in their morgues. Yeah, it must have been fucking Brian Taylor said he missed out. Got me confused. Well, Brian Taylor probably read the squad. You didn't see the package and he thought Stringer missed out. <laughs> but anything else on the Australian squad? Oh, actually, I know something very significant and I've noticed he's been quiet. Where were the Geelong players? Teach? Well, I can only hear crickets. Salwood shit. Bartel's overrated. Harry Taylor's the useless spurl up sack. Enright's an old fuck. Hawkins is They're fat. They're <laughs> The funny thing, uh, the closest player to all Australian Steve selection J. at Geelong is Stevie J, based mm. on disposals and goals count, which you can measure if you're talking about Stevie J, but not if you're talking about Rioli, of course. Move those goalposts, Hodgepodge. Fucking Rioli's goal stats, he did not average two a game. Or disposals over 16. He didn't satisfy either criteria. 
criteria Stevie J did. Yeah. You can but all go and get fucked. In terms of impact on games, we all is five ponies out of five. <laughs> oh, Fucking, you're a disgrace. Let's move on and teach. It's the end of the season, and as we do at the end of the season, oh, we, the we assess yes. the year that clubs have had, and the teach is going to grade some clubs. And we're going to start with uh, the first six teams out. So, teach, do you want to roll us off with Melbourne? Melbourne? Oh, Jesus Christ. F minus. Oh. <laughs> this is their best year since 2009, isn't it? They're just fucking... They've had like seven Your butt hurt because they beat Geelong, I reckon. That's what it is. You need to really ah, lose your positivity thread. Fucking shitbags. They didn't even make finals, so fuck them. <laughs> Did anyone expect them to? They won't if Geelong don't get an F minus, I'm going to complain. We're going to have to do Geelong this week now. Jesus Christ. F minus. Okay. Cookies Saints. F. <laughs> well, that's a bit harsh. That's harsh. <laughs> Sorry that he's younger and building he's not in the grand final. Paddles is Brian's. Ah, Paddles, you're not the teach. Sorry, mate. Paddles, you're the student. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, shut the fuck up. What do the Brian's get, teach? Oh, oh, fucking F (laughs) minus. What a bunch of. Hang on. Can they had a pretty can long we establish that F minus is right at the the worst grade you can get? Yes, yes it is. No, I think but I think there's gonna be there's gonna be like three or four clubs that are gonna get an F minus. Yeah, like the curve's looking pretty low here. Like we haven't even got to the bottom of the ladder yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh I'm just smashing the shit clubs. So F minus. Okay then. Essendon. I'm gonna give Essendon an E. <laughs> <laughs> Is that for ecstasy or? I'm giving you a D for fucking deluded. It's it's still a fail, but it's you know, a fail. Teach. We finish I, higher I, than Essendon. Teach. I admire them for the way. That I hope they, you cut this uh, out. <laughs> the way the, rush, they, the rationale for this is gold. They tried to. Um, Your bullshit's even worse than penals. <laughs> so what you're saying, teachers, that they were brave. They were brave. Teacher, you're, they were brave. you're saying that Melbourne and St Kilda, which had better seasons than Essendon, are yet worse than Essendon. <laughs> Yeah, Despite Essendon having a much better list than them. We smashed them by 100 points. I'm sorry, this they're is... mentally weak and they deserve lower than an F-. minus. This is like watching people trying to argue with Rudy. You can't question teacher's logic on his grades, right? I'm sorry, but if you can interrupt... Teacher's him, grades every are week, final. Teacher's he will throw you in the naughty corner. Final. <laughs> Whatever. They might be final, but they're fucking wrong. And finally for this week, the wooden spooner themselves, Carlton. Oh, F-. minus. Oh, mate, uh, yeah, can't you come up with a new grade? A Should you go a G minus or something or a P minus? No, well, F is the line. You haven't thought through this grade. You know what? Fuck it. Morgs is right. I'm going to ask you one more. Geelong. Uh, hey, you fuckheads. Hey. You're an idiot. There were a lot of failures this year, weren't there? Come at me, bitch. I, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not allowed because we're not allowed to discuss the fact you're a delusional idiot who didn't think this through. E, e for Geelong. We didn't finish e for that elderly. I give him oh. an S for shithole. Oh, there you go. You take me off at the knees, you bitch. 
<laughs> what? Did you say you've got bad knees? It's the age. <laughs> no, what I heard was get on your knees, you bitch. That's that's what I heard. But... Oh, so he was talking <laughs> to you. He was talking to me or Morgs, yeah. Let's go to the questions, and we'll begin with one. It's from Sighead, and it's directed to Penal. When football hits in the head, it's got a falcon. What do you call it when a ball hits your big boy? Quotation marks. Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what other people call it, but that's, you know, Penal's happy time is what I call it, but... <laughs> Penal calls it just another Friday night. I think I've answered the question comprehensively. when the balls hit you in the big boy. Let's go to this week on the bay. Thread of the week. Well, I think thread of the week's unanimous. Oh, it's easy. Yeah. Where's Trent? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a fucking beauty. That thread made me laugh. That thread made me cry on the inside. Yeah, yeah. nice work, Benoit. Pork deserves an honourable mention for the streak watch. I think, I, think, I think we'll be coming to that one later in the year, just quietly. Yes, uh, a Welsh badge <laughs> beckons. Hmm. Indeed. The X's thread was also good again this yes, week. Yes, week of the X's. So the X's thread was always around. Tex Walker man love thread. He I who like laughs the, um... last got a bump as well. Oh. That always gets a bump. <laughs> Every <laughs> fucking time. I, I, I'm not helping the cause. <laughs> Any other honourable mentions? Because it is Wes Trent. The buddy mental health issue thread was good for some of the uh, melts in there. Well, now that it's time for Flog of the Week because I think Frankston Rover has to get it because that was one that was... almighty melt in that buddy thread. He did melt. Yeah. He did Melt. It was looking like that a week ago, but I reckon like Vivi Blues, I know he's perennial, but fucking him and Groupie have caught up. Mm. I'm still on Frankston Rover. You can't melt like that and expect it to be forgotten no matter who loses on the weekend. No, no, give him that melt. There was no poll from last week and I do apologise for that. I just fucking forgot about it and I couldn't remember what we were going to make it. So sorry about that. We'll try and have one for this week. Next week's games, just the two. And we can start with North and the Colas. We foreshadowed this, but it seems everyone thinks North going to win except Dane. Dan, well, you guys have convinced me and I would I would probably tip North just for because I'm biased. So, yeah. I don't, I don't think we can, but... I don't know why the North are the underdogs in the bookies. They should be favourites. Like, that is a licence to print money. Bet money on North, you will get it back. Well, I mean, they, they thrashed us last year in the finals. They beat us earlier this year. They're the better side. Things are different. It's different. That was yeah. before they were missing half their team and literally their five best players except And they Kennedy. still they still have a good side. North for me. Go, oh, you kangers. Yes, you're on the wagon. You're, you're on the Easily. wagon. Morgs is on the wagon, yeah. I'm on North. I am absolutely on the wagon. Go North. Before we move on to the next game, I actually did forget something because it's new to the rundown. We normally don't have it. But one thing I do want to mention, and since we're on tips, this is probably the best place to say it. Teach, how'd you go tipping this year? Shit house. Yeah, what'd you get? What'd you um, finish with? I don't I don't even know. I, I stopped my tips in like 10 weeks ago. Well, that's convenient. Here come the excuses. Well, so I looked at the Bay 13 lap. And you finish with 101 for the season. We have a flood well, card. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what that means. Whether that was good or bad. It wasn't good. I think the winner got about 140. But I have all year been putting your tips in that you do on a Monday. <laughs> what do you mean you've been putting my tips in? Your Monday tips, I've been putting them in to see what you got. You've been pickling me up the arsehole, have you? I've been tipping your Monday tips all year. Oh, then you what? Can't. Do you want to know where Teach finished tipping Mondays? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay, higher, lower, same. Who wants to take Hunt? Where we, where we well, ended? Sh- higher. Surely, it would, surely it would be lower because you have I'm go- I'm going to go same. Uh, I'm going to go higher. Okay, so Dan and Cookie were higher, Morgs was lower, and Penal was I reckon the uh, teacher's base tips will be higher. Higher? Teach, what do you reckon? I don't fucking 
fucking know. Okay, <laughs> half of you are right because it was higher. Oh, well, I, I, there you go. Let's throw some numbers around us to how higher it was. I've gone for at least 25. Lower. Ten. I'd say at least 15. 20. Higher. 23. 23. 21. 23. 23 more tips. 124 for the year tipping on a Monday teach. Oh, oh. Teach what? That what did you get in your five-man you tipping comp? I didn't even Did you win? into it. I thought you were losing. So there's actually oh, a four-man no, yeah, yeah. comp happening. I, I, I absolutely smashed it and lost. By you, if you uh, entered your, your five-man tipping comp with your actual Monday tips, you might have actually won it. Yeah, well, actually, I'm going to go have a look now. Let's have a look because a thought has just occurred to me. I'm going to look at the third tipping ladder and see just who teach beat. Wouldn't you look at the podcast ladder? Yeah, I'll look at both, actually, since we're there. He might have been you, Dan. Oh, Jesus. Let's have a look at some of the people teaching. Jesus. We'll begin with the flogcast ladder. So how many flogcasts? did you beat with 124 tips tipping on a Monday only without teams without weather <laughs> three Dan oh he did beat me too oh I'm on 120 oh shit Hadouken oh. and finally Penal oh no oh, penal. myself Bender and Network Nerd all found ourselves ahead by and the end and FYI of the so did Cookie and myself yes yeah, so I'm going to go to the Bay 13 tipping now let's have a look at that because there's about 70 in that let's see who's in there who else did you beat tipping on a Monday you beat retired Jimmy, but he's been gone for six months. <laughs> Here are some of the names. Probitus, Plugger, LW, Chappie UK, Packed Lunch. Tell me Waverly got more than... Blood Red. Knight, Kidinia Park, Les Norton, John claude Vaz Deferent. Oh, no. Ilks. Not, not John claude <laughs> You didn't beat Waverly. He came second. <laughs> oh, suck shit, God. teach. No, suck shit everyone who finished below him. Penal. Let's go to the last game. Hawthorne versus the Crows over here. This one seems to be... I think we're a little bit less decided on this. I'm on the Crows. I think they're going to run through. Crows. Hawthorne Crows. very unimpressive last week. No way. Hawthorne are going to win. Win this easy. Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Oh, I still think they're gonna, they can win the flag. Double straight sets two years in a row. Four teams in straight sets over two years. It's going to happen. Hawthorne will win this by 80 points. Pretty much you said We're the same thing last week. better than Adelaide. We're better. <laughs> I think you're trying to convince yourself. Adelaide will win. Yeah, yeah he is. He sounds he sounds desperate like he's trying to convince himself, doesn't he? Yeah. You, you're transparent, Pina. We're on to you. No, um, you're this as transparent this as the silver This isn't on the like last engine. week, because last week I said that West Coast will win, and you guys fucking gave me the treatment that you gave Dan today, and you tried to guilt me into tipping Hawthorne last week. I knew fucking West Coast would win. No, we're, 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 not, gonna... we're, not, we're not giving Dan that treatment, because I think Dan, he's a North supporter. He genuinely, he's a little bit concerned by this, whereas the rest of us are kind of like... No, no, the swans, the swans are shit, don't worry. You don't have anything to worry about. Whereas you've been gooey for years and you're tipping West Coast. It's a bit different. This is that's, bullshit. Hawthorne are going to win by a landslide. And the pressure is There's on the Rioli to perform. Is a wave of goo going to wash the crows out to sea? Dangerfield's going to end up on the steamer. Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, are you going to cheer gonna... every time Dangerfield touches the, the ball, Penal? Dangerfield's <laughs> going to end up in my basement, win, lose or draw. Okay, bombers. <laughs> Paddles, did you tip? Oh, yeah, I reckon Hawthorne will still win the flag, to be honest. The smart man. Paddles, you're my all Australian captain for the flogcast. <laughs> 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 Hashtag untouchable. Um, and before we end, this is something Dan's quite keen on. So we're going to mention this last week, except it fell away. But this is something extra that we're thinking of in a couple of weeks' time. And we're thinking of doing something a little bit different in grand final week. And this is the brainchild of Dan, so I'll let him explain. For those of you who, who listen to our magnificent show, please express your interest in, as to whether you would like us to do a live vlogcast for the Brownlow. It's been something that's been talked about. We've even discussed 
discussed about even doing a game, but seeing as none of us can't commentate and talk properly like Fifey can. And I'm the only one who doesn't go to games anyway. So. Yes. We could but you mean none of us can't We all sound like bogans and we can't talk properly. I know I can't. So if we do the Brownlow, it would be much easier to do that than doing an actual live game. If people and think Bruce McAvaney's no, bad, wait till Penal got on Rioli on a game. And it'll be pissed Penal would love to get on Rioli. We have a few ideas as to how this could work as well. You'd have so. to pull me away from Liam first. We're happy to hear feedback on whether this is a good idea and what you'd like to see happen because three hours is a long time. But we all know it's a terrible idea, but everyone wants to see it happen just to see what happens. Mm. This, this could be the greatest train wreck of all time. I will blow a fuse if Chris wins it. I'm telling you. We want to see what eggs are cracked open and just what is uncovered. I, know, oh, I think it'd be a good idea for any um, drinking game suggestions for us along yeah. the way. Um, we will we'll be pissed. It's a given. We'll be Robbo doing 360. That's yeah. how it's going to be. There, and drunk cooks there, and there, there fun will cooks. Be, there will the, be drinking the, games and there will be guest appearances. The, mm. the Dan one is obvious. Every time Prudus gets a vote, take a shot. But you know, there's, some, there's some more interesting <laughs> trying ones. Trying to kill him. Well, he more knows how to commentate. Don't you worry about it. I've done it before. Teach. Teach, you sound like fucking Ash Footy TV. You've been taking elocution <laughs> from Christopher Walken. Your info today was painful. Ash Footy oh, TV. Fuck off, idiot. <laughs> but yeah, this was the vlogcast for the second week of the finals. Bad luck, Richmond. Yeah, the tear-soaked tiger Starburns joined by Teach. Goodbye. Cookson. Goodbye. Paddles. Adios. Penal. Penal rates this episode an F minus. <laughs> Morgs. Morgan rates the dogs an F minus. And Dan. So yeah. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. And Trent Cotchin, if you're out there, come back. The club misses you. No, no, no. Baby, come back. You can. Anytime. Leave it all. Leave Trent alone. <laughs>